This is a Soulfire production. So today I want to talk about making decisions because I know that a lot of people really struggle with this. This is something that comes up all the time with clients and friends. And I used to really struggle with making decisions myself. And now I feel like I'm quite good at it. (laughs) And so I wanted to share some of the things that really helped me become better at. And by that, I mean clearer when it came to making decisions. I talk a lot about making decisions in terms of directing energy, moving energy, because a lot of times people stay in what feels like a stagnant place because they haven't made the decision. And when we make the decision, the energy automatically shifts and that gets things in motion. So more can drop in. To give an example, let's say you are deciding if you want to move. So maybe you've gotten some intuitive nudges that you should really move. And maybe it's a big move. Maybe it's a completely different city. And uh, you have some fear around it because you don't want to leave all of your friends in this community that you've built and you have your favorite places you like to go, but your intuition keeps nudging you to leave. And there's a piece of you that's excited about that and, and, and wants that. But then there's this other piece of you that isn't sure you want it. And you have you know, fears or limiting beliefs coming up around it. And so you're in this sort of energetic limbo state. And this is where a lot of people are with all types of decisions in their lives. And so nothing is moving. And maybe you start looking on Craigslist or Zillow or wherever it is for places in this new area. And you're thinking, all right, well, if I see something great, then there's my sign and I'm going to move forward. And you feel like nothing is dropping in and you're like, I'm getting this really strong intuitive pull to move there, but nothing's coming, like nothing's happening. And a really common reason for that is because you haven't fully decided. And so the difference is when you really face any nigglies you have around moving, you face any of those fears, any of those limiting beliefs, any of those doubts, and you really tune into your intuition. And you fully anchor into, okay, I know that I have these fears, but I'm not going to let these block me. And actually, there's a lot of excitement there that maybe I was labeling as nerves. And I'm deciding I'm moving. I'm fully deciding I'm moving. And when you actually truly decide that, then you go on Craigslist or Zillow or whatever it is, and the perfect place drops in. Or you don't even go anywhere and suddenly somebody text you out of the blue and they're like, hey, weren't you thinking about moving here? I have a friend who's moving and looking for somebody to take their place. Those opportunities finally have the space to drop in because you've actually made the decision. And that can apply to all kinds of things. That is like when somebody says, I want to date again, or I really want to find my person, but there's a piece of them that is still halfway out, right? They've dipped their toe in or they're halfway in one door, but they're not fully in. They haven't fully decided because then there's still a piece of them pulling them in the other direction. Like, oh no, I don't know that I really want that. I like being single. I like having my space. And so they haven't fully decided. They haven't fully committed. They haven't fully directed the energy. And so when we're in that type of energetic limbo, it's not surprising that it feels like nothing is moving or shifting because it is the decision that directs the energy and then things start to drop in. Because if you're thinking about all of the energetic signals that you're sending out all the time, that is in what you say, that is in what you do, that is in in your energy, right? This is all communication with the universe. And if you're saying, yeah, I want to move there. Yeah, I want to 
take this job or this position, or yeah, I want to create this business or whatever it is. But there's still a piece of you that hasn't fully decided. There's still a piece of you that has the backup plan. There's still the piece of you that is more hoping something or wanting it or seeing if it'll work out rather than anchoring into deciding, yes, this is happening. If we're still in that limbo state, we're not directing the energy. Like it's the universe is like, which which is it? Which way do you want to go? Like tell us which way you want to go. It's like saying, yeah, I want to go out to lunch today and I could either go to Erewhon or Sweetgreen. I don't know. Right. And I know I want to go to lunch and I want to go to one of them and I'm just not deciding. I'm just not deciding. Right. So I'm I'm not going to get anywhere until I decide, okay, I'm going to go to Erewhon. I'm definitely going to go to Erewhon because then I know to go in that direction. So this is an analogy to explain why it's so important to decide so that you can actually direct the energy. And this is why a lot of people feel stuck. They feel like nothing is dropping in. Right. So once you fully, fully decide and you're not still secretly banking on the backup plan or part of you is still planning, that's not going to work out. What am I going to do then? When you fully decided now the energy moves and the universe can support you in going to where you want to go, but we have to be clear. So it's all about being crystal clear with what we are looking to create and where we want to go. For the longest time, I was dealing with low energy levels, random dizziness, cravings, and hunger throughout the day, even after I had just eaten. And I would get really swollen legs. And I was trying to figure out what was at the root of that for the longest time. And the answer was so simple. It was that my electrolytes were out of balance. However, I used to be so against all (laughs) electrolyte powders because most of them had really, really crappy ingredients. And you know how picky I am when it comes to ingredients. And then I discovered Element, co-founded by Rob Wolf. And when it comes to ingredients, I trust Rob Wolf. He was one of my biggest resources when it came to healing my body with a whole foods-based diet. And if you are also on a whole foods-based diet or mostly whole foods-based diet, paleo, keto, especially if you're low carb, if you're active, if you're a light worker burning through a lot of light, which honestly more and more people are feeling this, pay attention to your electrolyte balance. If you are struggling with any of the symptoms I mentioned before, I think that the headaches, the tiredness, the fatigue, the cravings are really common symptoms that people try all kinds of things to get to the root of. And what if it's simply an electrolyte imbalance, which it is for many people. Plus, I just love the way Element tastes. This is a key part of my daily routine. I always have at least one packet and often I have more than one. I have so much more energy throughout the day. I have incredible mental focus and clarity, which is key for doing everything that I need to do. I feel hydrated and balanced and my cravings went away. So if you are looking for clean, delicious electrolytes, check out Element. Everything is sugar-free, gluten-free, all natural ingredients, paleo, keto-friendly, and science-backed. You will become obsessed. Don't say I didn't warn you. They have a brand new seasonal flavor, the mint chocolate. Put this into some hot water. Oh my God, it tastes delicious. It is so great for the holidays. I'm truly obsessed. It's like the perfect hot chocolate replacement, perfect for this time of year. And it's a limited time offer. So definitely get your hands on that if you're curious about it. But I also still am drinking my same favorites. The citrus salt, the raspberry, and the watermelon are my all-time favorite flavors. So good. Element does have a very special offer for those of you listening. So if you want to get your hands on a sample pack that has eight packets of Element, you can get that for just the cost of shipping, $5 for US orders. If you go to drinkelement.com CTC, and that's spelled 
D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. That will lead you to the landing page to get your free sample pack. Just pay shipping. So again, that is drinkelement.com slash CTC. These are truly the best electrolytes out there on the market. So I cannot wait for you to try them out. If you look at anybody who's a powerful manifester, they're very decisive. They're very clear. However, I want to take that to another level because I talk a lot about being decisive and it's not just about deciding. You can go deeper there. And when I'm talking about deciding, it's about deciding from a soul aligned place and not your ego, right? So you're really going to experience maximum flow and alignment in your life when you are quote unquote deciding from soul rather than ego, rather than fear, rather than limiting beliefs, rather than I think I should do this. I should do that. When you're deciding from that place, we're actually not really aligning with the smoothest, most joyful path, right? So it is getting in touch with your soul and choosing from a soul aligned place, which actually doesn't even always feel like choosing. And I'm explaining this because I know I have heard different people describe it differently. And I'm still using the word deciding because it, it is deciding I have free will, but I'm, I'm aligning my free will with my soul's desires. And this is what creates maximum alignment and flow and how things drop into my reality so quickly. Because if I am deciding for my ego and my ego is like, you know what? I really want to move to Denver, but my soul is like, actually really want to move to Santa Fe. That friction there can also be a block to things dropping in easily. And so sometimes people are like, I decided, but it's just not flowing. Well, that's because the universe is trying to stop you from going down a dead end street. That's the example that the guides use in the book, right? So where it feels like there are blocks, it's really for your protection and you're always being directed to the path of the most flow and alignment. So this is about co-creating with the universe. So the reason why it doesn't really feel like deciding, like using myself as an example, I'm, I'm very decisive, but and that's because I am so in tune with what my soul is saying that I just tune into that and then quote unquote, decide in alignment with that. But it's more like the universe just drops it in and I'm flowing with it. So in a way, it doesn't really feel like deciding because most people connect deciding with their ego and it's really I'm flowing with where my soul is taking me. And so I don't have to decide ahead of time, right? If I'm deciding like, I don't know, what's something I would decide about where I want to move or what offer I want to create next to my business. I'm not sitting there with my logical brain and and listing out things and then weighing the pros and cons. I'm tuning into to my soul, my energy, and exactly when I'm supposed to create it, it drops in and I just know. And then I flow with that. And I follow that quote unquote decision. Source tells me, my higher self tells me, and I surrender to that and follow it and decide in alignment with that. So in that way, it doesn't always feel like deciding. I hope that I am doing an okay job at articulating the the nuances there because I do think it's important. And when people are stuck in this limbo stage, encouraging them to make a decision is really powerful because it's helping them to direct the energy. But the deeper you go on your spiritual path, and if you're just aligning with your soul's desires and what's truly in alignment for you, not coming from a fear-based place, but coming from love, it doesn't really feel like it's deciding anymore because you're literally just following the flow of things. And I don't need to get ahead of something to decide it. I am flowing with the stream, flowing with the alignment. And the universe is just kind of taking me where, wherever I'm meant to go. And I am surrendered to it. I, and I'm, I'm saying yes to what 
is presented to me as the path of optimal alignment. So if I set my intention, I'm trusting that my higher self is is guiding me to that place in the most aligned way. And so if I've set my intention to, let's say, hit a certain goal with the number of people that I want to reach, and I'm being very strongly intuitively pulled to move to a certain location. I'll just use that example because I feel like it's not really emotionally charged, but and I'm feeling really pulled. And I think that they're separate, but they're actually not right. And my ego is like, no, but I should move to, I should move back to LA because that's where all the connections are. And I don't know, whatever my ego might be telling me or my, my logical brain might be telling me, but my intuition is screaming at me, no, move over here. And maybe I'm like, no one's there. I'd be in the middle of nowhere. My, my higher self is guiding me exactly where I need to go in alignment with that intention. So I might not understand logically how it's going to work out, but because I've been very clear with my intention and what we're going to create, and I've aligned with that intention, my higher self is guiding me to everything I, I need to create that. And so then I'm trusting that where my higher self is taking me is exactly where I need to go. And so the real decision at that point, it's not about deciding all of the little moving pieces, but deciding to surrender, which is really just not being in resistance, deciding to surrender to my higher self taking me to where is highest and best for my soul and being open to what might pop up in my reality. That is a yes that maybe I wouldn't have decided beforehand because I wasn't seeing all of the information that I have access to and my higher self is trying to show me the path. And so this is probably the biggest thing that really helped me get better at making decisions. I used to really stress out about every little decision I made. I uh, (laughs) used to act like every small decision was like life or death. Even what was I going to eat? Like, what was I going to eat for dinner? It was so overblown. I was so anxious about it. And this was when I had a lot of anxiety and I was struggling with depression too. And I was overthinking everything. I was in these perfectionist, like wounded masculine energies living from that place. Perfectionist, overthinking, so ungrounded, did not trust myself and was so afraid to make the wrong choice because I was still living in the illusion that there was a wrong choice. And what was really at the root of this was I didn't trust myself and I was still operating from trauma of life experiences where I couldn't control what happened. And my way of trying to deal with that trauma was becoming overly controlling and trying to make sure that nothing went wrong. So I wouldn't experience that again. And obviously it's very uh, flawed way of going about it, but a lot of people also fall into that pattern. And, you know, the reality is that we all have free will and we can't decide for other people and we can't control other people's decisions or other people's actions. And we don't always know in the moment why we have certain contracts or how certain experiences are really supporting us and expanding us and teaching us. So we don't always see that in the moment. Anyway, I was hyper-controlling, perfectionist, over overthinker. I was overthinking everything and that just gave me more anxiety and that took me so out of the present moment because I was so in the future or the past. And so I wasn't even experiencing the only thing that's real, which is the now. And I was worrying about things that hadn't even happened yet. So then I was just energizing that. And I was missing what was really going on right now. And I wasn't able to be 
in the moment and present. And it was affecting my relationships, like being fully present in a relationship and, and communicating in a relationship. It was just not, not ideal. And I was anxious the, the whole way around. And I thought that I would relieve my anxiety by being overly controlling and overthinking everything. And it actually just gave me more anxiety. Uh, <laughs> it gave me way more anxiety. And so for me, it was getting pushed into experiences where I had to face that I can't control everything and learning to be so present, to be so present and really just being in the now and that I don't have to worry about what's going to come up next because all that really exists is right here. And by mastering my now, I can shift the energy of what's going to come, right? So if it hasn't already happened, I can shift whatever I want, but that's not going to be by focusing on worrying about what may or may not happen in the future. It's going to be focusing on feeling the way I want to feel right now and being fully present and grounded in the current moment. And so I feel like for me, I was really lovingly forced, (laughs) which is really just being guided to learn to trust the universe and my higher self, because I hit a point where, you know, for me, the biggest thing was with my health and I tried to control everything. I was doing everything perfectly and seeing all the best specialists and trying every modality and being so perfect with my diet and supplements and whole lifestyle. It was, everything was a a checkbox and I still wasn't getting better. And the universe just kind of pushed me to the edge of surrender. Like you can't control this. You can't control this. So you need to go into it. And so I had to go into my emotions. I had to go into my fears. I had to go into my anger and resentment and really just let myself feel everything. And at that time, you know, there was about a year where every morning I woke up and I thought, oh my gosh, I, I, I could die today, which sounds so intense, you know, but I, I learned that, okay, worrying about that happening, like I can't even deal with that, but I have today. So I decided I'm going to live in the present moment because it's literally all I, I can be in or do anything about. And in doing that, I learned to be present, really, really present and learned to uh, notice what I was actually feeling. And along that journey, this is how I got more into spirituality and had experience after experience of when I trust the universe, when I trust my intuition, when I trust my higher self, it always works out exactly as I want it to. When I try to control it from a place of ego, from a place of fear, and I'm trying to be a perfectionist about it, it never really works out the way that I want to. It's even better when I kind of relinquish control. And at first that felt like leaps of faith. At first that felt like, I don't know how the hell this is going to work because I was making that transition to being in full trust and surrender. But I tried with little things, little quote unquote decisions, and then it moved to bigger things. And then it just became a way of life, just letting source guide me. And what that is, is listening to my intuition and then deciding in alignments with my intuition, with where my soul is guiding me to go, even if it makes no logical sense and seeing how that worked out again and again, better than I could have hoped for. And, and it felt like ever since then, my whole life was people telling me that's not going to work. Well, you can't do that. Well, well, all these limiting beliefs just thrown my way. And I was like, look, I get, I get where you're coming from because my my ego is saying that too, but it's going to work out. And it, it was working out every single time. And so it is 
living in that state of surrender and trust that I learned through my spiritual journey that has allowed everything to actually flow. And so I thought that by overly controlling things or worrying about things, I would be able to control them. Uh, and, and as the guides tell me, the best way to be in control is to actually give up control. <laughs> because when I was overthinking and in my perfectionist energy and trying to control it all, I was stuck in, I was stuck in analysis paralysis because I kept weighing out the pros and cons and well, what if that happens? Well, what if this happens? And then I just didn't make any decision at all. And it took me forever to move things along. And that's something that really stops people from shifting energy as well as they are spending so much time trying to decide that they're, they're missing out on just flowing with, with what their soul is telling them, making the decision moving forward. And you could already be 20 steps ahead. That is how I built my business so quickly. I wasn't wasting so much time thinking about the right move. When I knew it was a yes, I moved forward. And I just kept following that. <laughs> I just kept following that and being really okay with being fast and making, making quick decisions because I trust myself. Now is the most important time of the year to stock up on Organifi Chocolate Gold because it is a seasonal product now and... One of my favorite products from Organifi, I drink Organifi all day, every day. I always joke that I bleed it because I probably do. And I'm just trying to look out for you because if you miss this time period where chocolate gold is available, you're probably going to regret it for the rest of the year. Chocolate gold is like hot chocolate mixed with golden milk, all organic ingredients. It's like a warm tea. It has nine of nature's most grounding mushrooms and adaptogens with ingredients like reishi for that grounding and relaxation, turkey tail mushroom for boosting your immune system, magnesium chloride. Magnesium is required for over 300 biochemical reactions in the body. Great for decreasing aches and pains, relaxing, relieving anxiety. It is the perfect nightcap, especially at this time of year. My other favorite this time of year is Harmony. If you're on that chocolate train, I don't know what it is about the holidays, but I want to drink and eat all the chocolate. And this is a delicious, healthy way to do it while also getting in all of your superfoods and adaptogens. Harmony is like a healthy hot chocolate that supports your hormones. So if your hormones are off from high levels of stress, lack of sleep, anxiety, too much exercise, diet, then you're probably feeling more of those PMS symptoms. And Harmony is a delicious, healthy way to naturally support hormonal balance in your body. It has ingredients like maca, chased berry, shatavari, and of course that yummy cacao. The difference between the two is I recommend drinking Harmony a little bit earlier in the day because it can give you a natural little energy boost and chocolate gold is designed for rest and relaxation. So it's great for bedtime, but both of these are a must for me during the holiday season and great gifts to give other people so you can get your chocolate fix in without any of that added sugar or any of the other weird ingredients they put in things nowadays. All of Organifi's products are organic and filled with nourishing superfoods and adaptogens. So if you want to get your hands on Harmony or Chocolate Gold, stock up, it's seasonal, then head to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code will get you 20% off. That's Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC. And that code CTC will get you 20% off your entire order. So you can check out the Chocolate Gold, Harmony, Green Juice, Red Juice, the Protein Powder, I'm obsessed with all of it. You really can't go wrong, but this time of year, time to cozy up with some Harmony and Chocolate Gold and thank me later. This is the next 
core thing. It was learning to listen to my soul over my ego, right? But then it was self-trust and confidence. And a lot of that was built through, uh, like I mentioned before, experience after experience of seeing it work. But it was a lot of personal development work and growth and looking at myself and, and really asking myself and exploring, like, why don't I trust myself? Right. And so this was a lot of self-forgiveness. Where are the places that I needed to forgive myself for experiences that I had, for choices I made where I perceived them to have gone wrong and really reframing that and realizing like nothing actually ever went wrong. Right. Like I'm experiencing everything I need to experience for my highest growth and alignment. And all of that has made me who I am. And so a lot of it was, was really going deep into my emotions and a lot of self-forgiveness and a lot of moving through any situations I was still holding any anger or resentment or bitterness toward and practicing living in self-trust every single day. So instead of asking everybody else what their opinion is and deciding based on what other people thought, it was asking myself, you know, I went through many periods where I just didn't consume any content outside of me, or maybe it was just one or two people, but having extended periods of not asking anybody else and for a while, just not even talking to anybody else. I went through multiple times of truly, truly not talking to anybody else because people give their unsolicited opinions. And I was still in a fragile state in terms of being able to fully trust myself. And so I knew that the only way that I was going to really be able to learn to trust myself was to build the muscle, which meant I'm not going to ask anybody else for their opinion. I'm not going to go seeking it. I'm not going to wonder what I should do and then spend five hours deep in Reddit forums or whatever that, whatever I'm doing or deciding if I should do this and then listening to 500 podcasts before I make my decision, I'm going to, I'm going to really build this muscle and practice by not looking outside of myself and just asking myself, what do I want? Well, what do I think? And I spent a lot of time doing that. And a lot of people really struggle with making decisions because there's an overabundance of opinions floating around and information and we can't wait around for people to stop talking, right? We can't depend on people stop like stopping to share. They're allowed to share. It's about being responsible with your own boundaries and what what you do with things, right? And I know so many people who get upset that there's so much information and it just is. But if you're confident in yourself, then it doesn't really matter if there's a bunch of information being spewed. And I, I mean, I'm just the type of person where I can stand in a room and if 20 people around me are all saying something different, but I know that I believe what's coming through for me. I have no issue being one against 20 because I trust myself and I don't understand why I would trust someone else over myself when it comes to what do I desire? What's the best move for me, right? This is outside of like, obviously there are people who have far more expertise in many areas than me, right? So if I'm looking for an expert in something, um, I I can learn from them and and cross collaborate. And I love learning from other people. But what I'm saying is it's like people have trouble making decisions that there, there isn't a right or a wrong to, which there isn't in general, but making decisions about their lives, right? It's like, what diet should I be on? Or should I date this person? Should I leave this person? Should I move here? And it's like, only you can decide that. And you know, you already know, but how can you remove any of the blocks to really seeing and remembering and knowing what you already know deep down, 
And this is core to developing your intuition. It is learning to trust yourself. And most people who struggle with listening to their intuition or even hearing it, hearing it or listening to it, struggle with trusting themselves. And so if that's you, ask yourself, why don't I trust myself? Why do I trust somebody else to make life decisions for me instead of myself? And this overlaps a lot with confidence, right? And so if there's any aspects of me, I had to think about this, right? Like, why am I not confident in this? And how do I cultivate confidence? And for me, that was putting it into practice where I would make little decisions and move forward and not second guess it. And it was all the times that I would decide I was going to do something and I would keep the promise to myself. It was me showing up for myself consistently. It was me knowing what I really needed and desired and giving myself that. It was me choosing to not listen to other people's limiting beliefs and to not decide in alignment with other people's limiting beliefs. Quick question. Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number and then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number 205-883-8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. Something that really helped me with that was being in my own energy. And I talk about this all the time, and there are so many benefits to spending more time in your own energy. But when it comes to decision making and really listening to your to your intuition so that it, it's not your ego that needs to decide, it's just what's in highest alignment here? And am I listening to what my higher self already knows? Being in your own energy is so helpful for for me. I'll say it's so helpful. And whenever I want to, really tune in. I I just want to be by myself because I don't want anybody else's energy affecting the way I'm viewing a situation. Even if they're not saying anything, like just being around somebody and there's some, you know, human design perspective we could, we could put in here around different centers. You know, for me, I have an open emotional center. And even if you don't have an open emotional center, right, if you're picking up on somebody else's emotions, Sometimes it can be more difficult to discern what is mine versus what somebody else's. And so I always know, you know, if I really want to get clarity, I just need to take some time to be in my own energy and just get quiet and tune in and and listen because it's right there, listening to my heart, listening to my gut over my ego and really noticing where am I listening? Am I am I still in my head? Am I thinking my way through this? Or am I giving myself space to hear the divine intelligence that is already within me? And when I do that, I know what to do, even if it seems really scary, even if it doesn't make any sense, I'll, I'll know what to do. And I know I'm courageous enough to do it. <laughs> I know that my higher self is looking out for me, even if I don't understand how it's going to work out. And so it is quote unquote deciding in alignment with that, following the signs, trusting the universe, whatever you want to call it. It looks a little bit different each time, you know, and for me, I give it up to the universe all the time where I'll, I'll say, okay, I'm open to moving. Like maybe my decision is I'm open to moving wherever you want to take me, like wherever is for my highest and best, right? At this time. And I truly make that decision that I'm ready to move, right? So my energy is ready for the next step. And then all I have to do is wait and something will drop in. There will be an opportunity that will drop in for me because I've fully made the decision that I'm open to it. 
but I, and I'm ready to, but maybe I don't know exactly what the decision is. I just know I've decided, right. I'm open to it. And then the universe drops in the opportunity and my, my intuition is saying, this is it here. Here we go. And maybe my logical brain is saying, what, what the hell? We don't want to go there, but the universe directed me right there. So, all right, I'm going to follow this. This is my next clue, right? So this is how life becomes a big, really fun treasure hunts where you're really picking up treasure the whole way through. And that's kind of the balance between it's to me, it's still deciding because it's shifting the energy. It is deciding to live in soul alignment, but being in my own energy is huge. And I think a lot of people struggle with decision-making because they're also picking up on the thoughts, the emotions, the limiting beliefs, uh, the energy of people around them. And uh, sometimes they can't fully discern what's theirs and what isn't theirs. But the more time that I have spent just by myself, being in my own energy, the louder my intuitive voice has become. And I've become so confident in that because it is listening to that, taking action in alignment with it. It works out better than I could have hoped for. Opportunities drop in effortlessly and repeat, repeat. And over time, that is what has allowed me to develop such a strong trust in in the universe because it's really just trusting myself instead of relying on people around me to decide that doesn't even make any sense because they're operating from their own life experience they're operating from their own frame of reference they're operating from their own limiting beliefs they're thinking from their own personal preferences and desires which might be different than mine right so i i got to tune in for me and of course my higher self knows right of course i know what is the best decision for me and that was so liberating because I spent so much of my life living for the approval of other people. And so working through that as to why did I want the approval of other people? And for me, it was hitting multiple points where I achieved everything that I thought was going to get me certain people's approval and it still didn't. And I also wasn't happy. <laughs> and then I realized, well, I'm not going to waste, I'm not going to waste more time living for other people. W- what is the point of that? If we are living, looking for approval for other people or trying to achieve what somebody else defines as success. Now we feel unfulfilled. We're not actually happy. And of course, if, if that's what you're trying to do, you're going to listen to everybody else around you and ask everybody else around you what they think, because you're trying to align what they think is success, which is arbitrary and might not even leave you feeling the way you want to feel. And this is where you're giving your power away. This is where you're giving your power away and where people choose to not be in alignment with their happiness. And something that I think would have also helped me a lot more when I was really making that shift from overthinking, overanalyzing, making decisions really for other people and what I thought they wanted, not being able to trust myself into being able to trust myself and make decisions for me and feel very confident in in my decisions would be learning about human design. Because for me, learning about my strategy and my authority really helped me zero in on what my body was telling me, what my intuition was telling me and how crystal clear it became when I had that guidance. So my authority is my sacral and my strategy is to respond. And I realized I was getting ahead of myself and overthinking about decisions I thought I had to make that I didn't even have to make because when I lived in response, it was just following one thing and then the next thing, whatever I needed to flow into popped into my reality. So that relieved a lot of anxiety and overthinking. And with my authority, my sacral, being able to tune into, okay, it's showing up in my body. And so bringing awareness to 
What am I excited about? What's giving me energy? What am I leaning into? What's making me feel good? And, and learning that right in the moment, I'm getting really valuable information and, and I don't have to know ahead of time. I always know right when it's happening because I'm being given that option. Is this a yes or is this a no? And I know right in that moment. And it was like it gave me permission to wing it and to not worry about things ahead of time. It was like I needed something on a piece of paper to tell me that was fine. Because the truth is that I always knew that worked better for me in general in my life. I would always say this. I'm like, it's just better right on the spot. I know in the moment. And so instead of stressing out about figuring out things ahead of time, I I learned, ask myself in the moment and give myself a yes or no. And it became so clear. And when it was so clear to me, it was easy to make a decision because it was so clear. (laughs) And I think a lot of people, myself included, I really struggled when I felt like it was really unclear. So when I felt like my intuitive voice was really quiet, when I didn't know what, what my higher self was telling me, or I thought I didn't, I just thought I didn't, I always did. Right. Or I wasn't used to listening to that 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 made it difficult because i was like i don't know how to trust myself right so for me cultivating that inner voice cultivating that intuition getting quiet and you know i think a really tangible step is to just just explore your human design authority and strategy if it doesn't resonate no worries at all um you know different things resonate for different people but for me that has been really helpful and just made things so crystal clear um and i think that would have helped me kind of earlier on in my journey as well so i thought i would just mention that as well but the, the big things for me were learning to be in my own energy taking a detox from asking other people for their opinions like about everything it's like i mean i used to be the person that would send my friends like 20 pictures of outfits for when we we're going to go out and have somebody else decide what i was going to wear like practicing building confidence and self trust by making those types of decisions for yourself what you're going to wear, where you're going to go on the weekend, what you're going to eat, how you're going to exercise, like decisions that aren't huge, building that muscle. And then when it comes to bigger decisions, like for me, right, it could be around living situation or relationships, business decisions. By that point, I'm so clear on how to listen to my higher self that I just tune in. I'm guided to what to do. I say, yes. All right. I'm saying yes to living in alignment drops in. There we go. And I don't have to second guess it. So I hope that makes sense around decision-making and kind of my process and maybe some things to reflect on if you struggle making decisions, you know, but I think a lot of this deeper work is so, is so helpful or deeper reflection, I'll say around when did I stop trusting myself? When's the last time I remember trusting myself? What are examples in my life of when I have really followed my intuition and it's really worked out for me? When are times that I've been overthinking and thought I made the best decision and maybe it didn't work out. What are my beliefs around making decisions and what's right or wrong? Do I really believe that there's a right or a wrong decision? What is my relationship with the universe? What is my relationship with myself? Where have I abandoned myself? Where have I maybe taught myself the illusion that I can't trust myself or who has told me that? Where have I picked up the conditioning that I can't trust myself? You know, and a lot of this starts in, in school. I think about all the times I just knew. I just knew. <laughs> and I'd be asked, well, how do you know that? Well, prove it, right? And I start to learn, oh, I'm like judged or somebody gets upset with me if I just know. So I can't just know. And if I have proof from somebody else outside of me, then that's legit. Then that's valid. So thinking about where that began and then what what were my models? You know, the people around me, where did I learn that I can't trust myself? Did I have models around me, people who were confident in themselves? Was I supported in listening to 
what I desired and, and what I knew. It's the classic example of, you know, you're a little kid and you're like, I'm cold. And somebody's like, no, you're not. It's fine. It's not that cold out. And your, your feelings, your knowing, you feel like in that moment is invalidated, right? So exploring these places can be really illuminating as to why we might be living in, in the illusion that we can't trust ourselves and why we might be living in the illusions that other people know better than us, what's, what's best for us. And I find that exploring some of those deeper roots makes it much easier to shift the pattern because as an adult, we can look at it and say, okay, I see how I developed that belief. It's not actually true. And I, I can trust myself now. And so I'm going to make decisions in alignment with that. So those are some things to think about. I really hope this was helpful. I know that a lot of people struggle a lot with making decisions. And I feel like this really comes down to, do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself? So if this was helpful, definitely take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina, the channel and tag at Christina, the channel pod. So we can repost you. I always appreciate when you share the show. It really helps us reach new listeners, which I appreciate so, so much. And maybe send this to a friend or family member. If this has been coming up in conversation, if you know that they're struggling with making decisions as well, if you find it to be helpful, spread the love. All right. That's going to be it for today's show. Thank you again so much for tuning in and I will chat with you again next episode.